This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of MaxList. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps professionals find fulfilling careers. One of the best ways to get good at job hunting is to talk to people who do it well. That's why once a month, I interview a MaxList reader who found a job they love. Our guest today is Stacy Rice. She's the program strategist at the City Club of Portland. Stacy believes in the power of knowing what you want. In a story you can find on the MaxList website, Stacy says that focusing on the jobs that offer the best fit for the next step in her career made all the difference in her search. Well, Stacy, you're the program strategist at the City Club of Portland. Why do you love your job? Gosh, I love my job deeply because we get a chance at City Club to um, affect civic issues in the Portland area, the Portland metro area. Uh, City Club has been around for 103 years, has an amazing history, and uh, has an incredible history also of uh, of uh, really tackling civic issues in Portland, rec- making recommendations through our research about how to fix those. Uh, and we're at, I think, we, I think a very critical time in Portland uh, with the issues that we face here. And City Club has undertaken a pretty major organizational change uh, to make it more diverse and inclusive and socially just. And uh, that's what really attracted me to City Club, outside mm-hmm. the civic issue piece of that, is yeah. that that's such important work today in, in time and changing old-time institutions. It, it is an institution that's been around for some time, and um, Portland, like uh, many, other city, many other cities, also have city clubs. But let's talk about your job search, mm-hmm. Stacy. What, what was the biggest challenge you faced? Wow, probably the biggest challenge I faced was actually I had just left a uh, long-term gig at the LGBTQ Community Center here in Portland. I'd been there for five and a half years and trying to find what the next piece of my journey was about from there. I mean, it was all advocacy, community center work, uh, impacting community, uh, taking on the issues that community was facing. And then... um, So I needed a break, and it was time to leave. Uh, I was tired, so I took uh, two or three months off. And as I was during that time, I just started thinking, okay, what is next? And that uh, that kind of organizational change piece was what I was kind of looking for. I found that we we did that at Q Center as well, and I found that I really loved that kind of work. Tell us more about that. When you say organizational change, what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, it can show up in many different ways. I mean, at Q Center, it came that uh, we reached a point because of mismanagement that uh, that we were about to close. And so there was a lot of staff turnover, a lot of changes. Uh, and so basically, it was myself and one other person there to kind of take this on and kind of keep it all together and kind of rebuild it from... Uh, basically square one again, actually, rebuilding trust in community uh, and, and people who had uh, donated to, to Q Center or participants of the community center. Uh, it was also just trying to rebuild it into a more diverse and inclusive place. I mean, LGBTQ community is understands diversity on many levels, but there were some groups and communities who felt uh, they didn't feel welcome, so we had to kind of take that on too. And so, and then, so that uh, what happens at City Club actually is kind of the same thing: is that you're taking this 103 year old institution who is, has this structure, has this history, and actually 
changing your programmatic things, changing your makeup of your boards and your committees to make it more diverse and inclusive. So, yeah, that's kind of what organizational change is. Okay, and that's part of what it sounds like attracted you to the City Club. Um, what was the key to, the, to success, Stacy, in your job search? Goodness, I found that... Uh, I found that it was actually uh, the network that I'd built because uh, I've been in Portland for eight years, uh, I guess total now. And uh, I'd seen this job advertised on Max List uh, right when I'd left Q Center. It was too tired to take on another job right then. So I just kind of uh, put that on hold. Thought the job had already been filled until a friend of mine uh, reached out to say, Hey, I know you're looking for something. This job at City Club is still open. So uh, it's a lovely thing to to build a network. It takes time, uh, but to take, uh, I feel like that every opportunity that you get to do that is super important because you never know where that's going to lead you. And it actually, I wouldn't have even looked back at the City Club, you know, website to even see if it was still a job open. I just thought, okay, it's already filled. And then this dear friend said, hey, no, it's still open. And so, you know, applied, interviewed, and got the job. So that referral played a, an important part in your search. Didn't oh, it? it played pretty much all of it. Uh, Did this person not only tell you about the job, but perhaps introduce you to someone at City Club? Uh, didn't it do inter- any introductions at all, but did tell me quite a bit about you know what the job was about. They were very familiar with City Club. They understood kind of what City Club was trying to do. They understood my. They, they knew my journey and my history at Q Center, so they felt like, oh, my gosh, this is really a great fit. And so, yeah, I mean, I really, I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have this job unless that person had stepped up, to actually, because I was kind of looking for organizational change work. And uh, when this person stepped up, I said, oh, my gosh, okay. And how did that, the insights you got from your friend about the organization and its challenges help you with your application materials and, and the interviews? Oh, it helped tremendously because I had a better sense of kind of what the organization was trying to do, you know, what they were looking for, actually, in in employees. Uh, You know, as we know, sometimes when you go into a a job that you see that you like, you don't know a lot about culture, you know, challenges, all those kind of things. And so I felt like that this person gave me a quite a wonderful foundation and background in that, which I think does give you a leg up, I think. Yeah. Did you do other preparation as well, Stacy, besides talking with your friend? Oh, yeah. I dug deep into the uh, City Club website, uh, you know, went checked out who was on their boards, you know, who might I know, uh, went on the committees, took a look at all that. I could see that the organizational change was working uh, for the folks that were part of City Club now, which was a, which was a great sign, I thought. Uh, I dug into the research piece. But re- uh, City Club has, has done research reports since probably its existence, uh, beginning. Um, and so I dug into those to kind of see what that was about. And and I had a little bit of a sense. I'd actually been on City Club stage about three years before that for us applied for this job. So I kind of knew what City Club did from an event standpoint, but I didn't know about the research. So, yeah, I just, just dug. <laughs> You did a lot of homework, a yes. lot of research. How mm-hmm. did you apply that work in your interviews? What did you do in your conversations with your employer now that reflected that homework? 
Well, you know, you do have to do your homework. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's something, I guess this is pretty obvious, but it's really kind of hard, I think, to go in on the fly, <laughs> you know, with the interview. I mean, I think you need to dig deep and have that kind of stored away, uh, you know, tucked away in your mind of different things they're focusing on that you've seen, that you've heard. And the lovely thing, and it's so satisfying when you go through an interview and you've done that, and all of a sudden the questions they're asking you are kind of nailing those things that you that you kind of researched and, and looked at. So yeah, it's um, uh, after the first interview, I felt, oh my gosh, they asked the questions I maybe thought they were going to ask, and I had stuff ready to say. So before we started the interview, we were trading stories about mm-hmm. um, uh, childhood and discovery. We're about the same. Vintage. Yes, so, we are. Right. Yeah. So we're both farther along in our careers. Mm-hmm. You had an earlier career uh, before you came to public policy and organizational change work. So you, you've switched careers. Can you talk about that, Stacey? Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't know quite what to expect. I mean, I had. Uh, Q Center is advocacy organization, uh, community center, as I've said. Uh, the, you're working just mainly in community. Uh, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, this new job that I got is totally outside of community. And, and I have to be honest and say it took a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, I mean, uh, I always laugh and say, you know, I don't see as much drag queen glitter on the carpet at City Club as I used to at Q Center. But uh, so it took a little bit to kind of, uh, to kind of find my groove, I think, with that, because it was so different. It was a tad more corporate, uh, more business, political-oriented. We did some political stuff at Q Center, but not to the extent that we do it at City Club. So, yeah, it... Um, but I've, what I've found is that I love how that's, that stretched me uh, to kind of learn more about different pieces of the work and, and new people and... And yeah, it's just it's been amazing. Well, Stacy, you're a transgender woman. How, how has this affected your career and and your job searches over the years? Well, thank you for asking about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I transitioned 20 years ago. Uh, before I transitioned, I was actually in corporate sales for 10 years at least, maybe 11 almost. For a big uh, multinational chemical company, uh, loved my job, but there was no way that I. This was in the '90s, so there was no way that I could transition on the job and probably keep my job. So, I, uh, you know, I've struggled with this journey since I was five years old. When you know that um, you actually feel like a little girl inside, and not the little boy that everybody sees, and so, uh, so it finally got to the point where I could. Okay, finding the courage and the the strength to go ahead and transition. But then I realized, and I tried to find, after I transitioned, I tried to find a job as my female self, uh, using my, I had an incredible sales experience. And it was a struggle. Uh, I'm not real sure whether it was because they thought that I was trans. I, I don't know, but it just didn't work. And I realized that was not going to work. So I had to basically start my whole career completely over again. Uh, I started out in retail, working in a department store. Um, And I have to say, there were days that I, I mean, of course, compared to what my life was in the corporate world, I mean, financially, it was quite a bit different. But there was never a day that didn't go by that, I mean, I could have, I was so broke, but the thing was, I was incredibly happy and joyful because I was actually my true self. 
And, you know, I'll make it work somehow. So so starting from there, I mean, I worked several retail jobs, worked at Nordstrom uh, back in North Carolina. Uh, from there, I worked for, um, I went worked for the Chamber of Commerce in Asheville. I uh, got an admin position at another firm for like, was there for four and a half years until I moved to Portland. And so it's been kind of cool to see how, you know, that is built in the 20 years from starting out at Dillard's Department Store in Chapel Hill, North Carolina at $10 an hour. So. Well, what, uh, let's go back and thank you for sharing that story, sure. Stacy. And let's talk more about your Portland job search. What didn't work when you were uh, looking for the position you eventually found? You know, it was interesting. What I found, and this really surprised me, I've, uh, I've lived my whole life on the East Coast. I found out that maybe East Coast style is not West Coast style, <laughs> uh, especially when it comes to everything, basically. But yes, uh, I lived nine years in Boston. Oh, I can so, affirm that, too. Yeah. You know that deeply, then, yes. even more so. I mean, uh, the driving, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, that's another thing. It's a very thing. different culture on the East Coast versus here it in is, the Pacific Northwest. I, I, can, I laughed uh uh, when I was first started at Q Center, I was answering the phones, receptionist, admin. And when I would call people back after they had left a voicemail, like maybe 30 minutes before, they were always so stunned and shocked. Like, why are you calling me back so quickly? I go, well, that's just the way we do it. So I found that I kind of had to, uh, gosh, the first interview I went to here, I was dressed East Coast power suit style. And saw pretty quickly, oh my gosh, that's that's not the life here. <laughs> so you'll see I had to kind of shift that, you know. And uh, and I knew coming here, I came here without a job, actually. I'd saved some money. Uh, uh, I knew I was supposed to be here. Started volunteering at Q Center. Uh, three or four months later, I got a job there, which was great. Uh, but I just, uh, yeah, I had to kind of... I wanted to work in nonprofit world. I mean, I was back. I was in corporate world mainly back, back east. The last, especially five to eight years. So yeah, I, I thought okay, nonprofit world. I didn't know much about nonprofits, so I kind of had to learn about that as well too when I got here and kind of scoping out who was what here in the nonprofit world. And yeah, I mean, it's always lovely to have opportunities to to dig in and learn and grow that way. Terrific. Well, Stacy, I, I want to close by asking, what's your mm-hmm. number one job hunting tip? Oh, well, my number one tip is that if you see an organization that you really love and you're wanting to leave your present job to go do something else, find time to volunteer for that organization or any other organization that's, you know, that catches your fancy because I've gotten three jobs actually over the years uh, just by volunteering with organizations and then you're you're kind of a proven person. They see that your what work you do, how you'd fit in. And I and I've talked to other friends too who have done the same thing. I think, you know, just uh, set networking, volunteering piece to get out there and um, yeah, especially if it's someplace you want to be. Get in there and yeah, kind of impress them. Well, Stacy, thanks for sharing your story. You can learn more about Stacy's job search by visiting maxlist.org slash stories. And check out the Maxlist website for dozens of other success stories. On the second Friday of every month, we add a new interview with a Maxlist reader who has found a dream job. Go to maxlist.org slash stories. In the meantime, Thank you for listening to today's bonus episode of Find Your Dream Job.